Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. This podcast brought to you by Gowan Canada, makers of Edge Microactive Pre-Emergent Herbicide. The heartbeat of Saskatchewan is agriculture. 620 CKRM is proud to be your voice for everything egg. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with your host, Jim Smalley. And a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. It's brought to you by Harvard Western Insurance. We don't judge. Here's another reminder to renew your plates today. Visit harvardwestern.com. And brought to you by the Arcola Co-op. You're at home here on Highway 13 in Arcola. We have our usual Friday look at grain markets today with canola up and wheat moving down. Agriculture Minister David Merritt returned from a trade trip to Asia on Wednesday and we hear about Saskatchewan exports to India and United Arab Emirates. We also talk with the Agriculture Minister about recent figures released yesterday showing Mexico bought a record $1 billion in agri-food shipments from Saskatchewan. The farm weather is in its usual spot at the bottom of the hour. This is Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with 620 CKRM Agri-News Director Jim Smalley. Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Johnston's Grain, your first and last stop for grain pricing and crop protection. And brought to you by Farm Fresh Water. They'll make your well water wonderful and your dugout drinkable. Get your Farm Fresh Water today at farmfreshwater.ca. Grain prices were mixed this past week. PI Financial Commodity Futures Advisor Adam Pacallo says canola was up $5 per metric ton this week, while spring wheat futures fell $0.40 cents a bushel. Well, Jim, starting off on the canola front here, the March canola is, uh, well, all March contracts are coming to expiry here. And uh, the March did increase approximately $5 a ton on the week, where it currently sits around $834 a ton. On the March Minneapolis wheat contract, a bit different of a story, down approximately 40 cents a bushel this week. Today, we are down approximately 18 cents, sitting at about 8.90 a bushel. So definitely the wheat markets, all three wheats have declined over 50 cents in the last about four trading days now here. So definitely quite a bit of kind of negative technical action on the wheat side of things. It seems that there is slow demand for U.S. wheat right now, especially with the U.S. dollar increasing quite substantially. There has been some hot inflation reports in the U.S., as well as expectations from the Federal Reserve may keep increasing interest rates. So with that U.S. dollar increasing, um, it has put some pressure, negative pressure on the commodities in general. So wheat's going down because of slow demand and the rising U.S. dollar. What's pushing canola upwards a bit? 
On the canola front, the, the soybean oil side and soy complex does seem to be holding quite well. Again, there does seem to still be the weather forecast to support the increases in those markets. However, I've again, I've seen that turn quite quickly. And the technical side of things, the momentum is starting to decline, which might be showing that the dry conditions, you know, if they do continue in Argentina, that could definitely support, but that can change quite quickly. And that's when I, again, I have been discussing with clients various new crop strategies on their canola, option strategies in particular to protect their price for next year. What's the outlook for next week and beyond? Well, next week, it will be important to see if the the wheat contracts here do hold some support levels because they are, again, coming up to some pretty important areas that they've held kind of recently with the lows being back kind of at the end of January. So wheat want to see, you know, maybe a little bit more of a bottoming process. Uh, And then on the canola front here, if we can see it actually increase a little bit above this around 830 ton, 840 a ton area, that's when the upside could be there. However, support I have on canola kind of right now, again, is around that 800 level on the May contract. Adam Picallo is a commodity futures advisor with PI Financial. Back to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with Jim Spalley on 620 CKRM. Agriculture Minister David Merritt has completed a successful week-long trade trip to Asia. He returned Wednesday. Merritt met with business leaders and attended a couple of major food conferences in India and United Arab Emirates. We had a a good response, Jim. It was a week long. Uh, We landed in uh, Delhi, India there and had some meetings there and went to our... uh, our regional office in uh, Delhi as well. And then we uh, flew down to Mumbai where the uh, Pulses Conclave is on, where I spoke at that as part of a panel and uh, just talked about our sustainability and what we do here in the province of Saskatchewan and, and told our story. And that's kind of what we do. And then from there, we went to Dubai. And uh, Dubai has the largest food show in the world called Gulf Food where they had over 5,000 exhibitors and they have a waiting list of approximately 4,000 trying to get in. So there was over 90,000 people there when we arrived there. And I actually spoke at that as well in the morning, just part of a panel and talked about our sustainability and and how we're growing crops here and reaching out to uh, buyers and brokers on just what we're doing. But all in all, it was really a good meeting, Jim. We met with companies that really rely on Saskatchewan and Canadian products, but really talked about our Saskatchewan story and they talked to us about sourcing high quality, consistent food supplies. And that was really what we were talking about. But we really had an opportunity to reach out to some of these companies where they're looking at investment opportunities as well, Jim. And I think that's important in building these relationships. But I I can't speak enough about the uh, trade office people and the meetings they orchestrated and the people we saw and the investment opportunities that you know, hopefully uh, something transpires, but those are in the works now, and, and hopefully uh, we can see something come at the end of the day. What do you have in mind? You're looking at some kind of food processing investment or what? Well, it's, it's a combination of things, Jim, and I, and I hope your, your, your audience would appreciate that at this time it's all in kind of in confidence. These companies want to kind of just, you know, have asked us for where there could be some opportunities. We put them in touch with some companies, and we're going to put them in touch with some people that might be interested in doing this. So it's it's a combination of things, but it was good to see. Obviously, there's great interest in canola, especially in Dubai. Canola and pulses, they're 
still our biggest supplier. They're kind of the gateway to that whole Middle East region, North Africa region, even into India and Indonesia. So we just see some great opportunities for growth there as well. And I mean, between the two companies, between India and and, uh, United Emirates, it's just under $800 million worth of business. I've met with the largest pulse processor in uh, Dubai who sources a lot of his lentils, just about all of his lentils from obviously Saskatchewan as we're the world leader export. So uh, build on those relationships. I met with these companies a few years ago and uh, actually we, you know, they consider us very good friends and really enjoy doing business with Saskatchewan companies or companies that are based here in Saskatchewan or do business here. Which seems to be the bigger issue for these major buyers of Saskatchewan farm products? Is it sustainability where they, you know, want to know it's environmentally grown properly and uh, and doesn't hurt, I guess, the soil and, and other things? Or is it actual transportation? Do they see grain transportation, railway issues as a bigger issue? Which seems to be the ones they talk about the most? Well, you know what? The first thing they say, they, they, they love the way we do it. And when we tell our story on how we continuous crop and, and our carbon footprint and, and that, they like it. They like the consistent supply. They like the, the quality they get. The gentleman that is the largest pulse processor there in, in Dubai told me that himself. He said, we really like the quality of the Saskatchewan uh, lentils. And he says, that's why we'll continue to do that. Their big issue they do bring up, Jim, is is logistics, is transportation. And uh, hopefully we can really work with the railways and the ports and really try and make some improvements and some headway there because in the companies as well. So that's kind of the, that's the one issue I hear. That is it, is the logistics about getting the product to their end users. Coming up after the farm weather, Agriculture Minister Merritt discusses record agri-food exports to Mexico last year. Time now for Real Agriculture with Sean Haney on 620 CKRM. This is your realagriculture.com update. Bring the energy of Real Ag Radio to your next customer meeting or conference. From your stage, we'll record an episode in person to inform and provide insight on the latest in agriculture. Email advertising at realagriculture.com to learn more about this unique keynote opportunity. Sean Haney here with realagriculture.com and Real Ag Radio. When I was in New Orleans, Louisiana, for the NCBA Cattle Convention in early February, one of the big topics that I heard from Canadian and U.S. cattle officials was all about some of the challenges and issues around electronic trucking logs. Now, these electronic trucking logs have been put into place really to, with an attempt, I guess, to increase safety on the roads. Everybody would support that, but it's come with some unintended consequences, especially for the livestock industry that both Canadian and U.S. officials really think need to be changed, rectified. And we talk more about exemptions going forward. First up, here is Dennis Laycraft. He's executive vice president with the Canadian Cattle Association. We chatted about some of the challenges around this from a Canadian perspective. Also wanted to hit on with you, Dennis, electronic trucking logs. Um, now, in the U.S., it's being handled differently than in Canada. There's exemptions in place in, in, in the U.S., which there are not in Canada. Sort of back up the truck a little bit here, so to speak, and explain to our audience what is happening with these electronic logs and why some people are concerned. Yeah, you know, the U.S. sort of run the pilot on that where, you know, after so many hours, you're, you log out, basically, you've, uh, your number of safe hours. Now, 
What we're finding is what's unique about hauling cattle is it's not just like a regular load where you can stop and log out. You've got live animals that you do need to get to your final destination. And, um, you know, with the weather we deal with and a whole range of things, we're already hearing a few examples where when people are getting slow down there, they're exceeding the time frame that it would normally take for that trip. Yeah. So we're, like the United States, asking for basically an exemption when you get within so many kilometers of your final destination. The best thing for those cattle is to get them to their final destination where they can get settled, they'll get their feed and water, and prevent any of those problems. And even we're hearing from the trucking industry, you know, having the ability to do that, you know, if you get behind, you know, we're hearing stories that they're they're concerned that you know people are actually going to go faster. Uh, they're going to speed because they want to get there before they time out. Where if you're close enough, you don't ever need to let that you know come into your thoughts. You're going to take your time. You're going to get there safely. You're going to get the cattle there safely. And it's going to be good for the drivers, and it's going to be best for the livestock. Was the original intention, because this was implemented January 1st, is that correct? Yeah, it was January 1st it came into effect. So was the original intention to limit, like say during the feeder run in the fall, drivers hauling cattle over, you know, excessive amount of hours trying to you know, make the money while it's, you know, because the feeder run is relatively short. Is that what we're trying to cut down on? Or was it more about, so road safety versus animal welfare? What, or was it maybe both? Well, really, this applies to all truckers. This wasn't about right. hauling cattle. Yeah. So, which is why when you start to add the live animal piece into it, it is different when you're hauling animals and your, your animal care questions that arise so I think it was you know the original intent was you know inappropriate when they were you know looking at driver safety making sure that you know you didn't have people on the road too long to the point where they were uh, you know less safe on the road so that I think everybody gets you don't have an issue with that but again when you combine the the livestock and you know the driver and we you know we're a big country you know, you're 5,000 kilometers wide, and you're you're moving animals. Everything, our whole supply chain moves agriculture products a long distance. So, trying to make sure you've got the flexibility there that you're actually still maintaining that desired safety and you're maintaining that care of the animals that you're transporting. Coming up with that right balance that we achieve all of the goals is really what we're trying to reach. This has been your Real Agriculture Update. You can find out more about this issue or many others at realagriculture.com. It's your agri-weather forecast on the voice of Saskatchewan, 620 CKRM. The Real Agriculture Report has been brought to you by Karst Holdings in Assiniboia and Schlamps Integra Tire in Grenfell, your locally owned Integra Tire dealers. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina. Specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry, Justin, or Devin at 352-1866. And Moose Jaw Truck Shop, the number one choice for any diesel engine repair. Drop in, no appointment necessary, or visit moosejawtruckshop.com. Mainly cloudy today, 30% chance of light snow. Wind south 20 kilometers per hour. 
The high today, minus 20. The low, minus 28. Saturday, partly cloudy. Winds up to 15 kilometers per hour. The high, minus 13 tomorrow. Wind chill, minus 37 in the morning, minus 20 in the afternoon. The low, minus 20. Sunday, sunny with a high, minus 7. The low, minus 10. Monday, sunny, the high, minus 5. The low, minus 17. Tuesday, sunny, the high, minus 13. The low, minus 21. Wednesday, sunny, the high minus 10, the low minus 16. Thursday, partly cloudy with a high of minus 3. Normal high is minus 5, the normal low minus 16. The sun rose at 7.53 this morning. It sets at 6.30 tonight. And currently, right now, and this is quite surprising in some ways, the hot spot is in northern Saskatchewan at Key Lake at minus 17. The cold spot in northern Saskatchewan as well at Stony Rapids at minus 29. The rundown sees Estevan at minus 22, Saskatoon minus 23, Swift Current minus 24, Weyburn minus 25. Yorkton is minus 23. Regina has some drifting snow right now. It's minus 23, that's nine below Fahrenheit. Winds are from the southeast at 18. Humidity is 74%, the barometer dropping 1035 Partly cloudy in Moose Jaw, minus 20. Winds are from the south at 21. Once again, Regina, drifting snow and minus 23. That's nine below Fahrenheit. Back in a moment. This spring, apply pre-emergent Edge Microactive Group 3 herbicide from Gowan Canada. Before seeding your canola, peas, or lentils, maximize yield today and manage resistance tomorrow. Always read and follow label directions from Gowan Canada. You're tuned to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today on the Voice of Saskatchewan, 620 CKRM. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by McDougal Auctioneers. Get fair market value for your assets with an online auction through McDougal Auctioneers. McDougalAuctions.com and brought to you by Patterson Liquid Systems, experts in liquid fertilizer distribution. Fertilizer's just better when it's wetter. Patterson Liquid Systems, expect the best. Saskatchewan's exports to Mexico reached a record $1 billion last year. The provincial government says 97% were agri-food exports. The single biggest increase was canola oil, with shipments up almost 80% to $206 million, making up 20% of all exports. Agriculture Minister David Merritt says canola oil, seed and spring wheat make up the top three exports to Mexico. That is excellent news. That is really something we've been working on, you know, with companies in Mexico. It's the same thing. We have a trade office there that has just done a fantastic job of reaching out to these companies. I saw firsthand our folks in Mexico dealing with the companies and the, and the relationship and the respect they have for each other. These companies are reaching out to our office and asking for things and uh, looking for opportunities as well. So, But to see this market grow the way it has over the past few years, it's a great story for the farmers here and even the ranchers because there's livestock in New Mexico as well. But we really see some opportunity for growth. And that's really what our job is as government is to help these companies that are doing business here in Saskatchewan to grow their markets so the farmers that we represent can have another supply. And that's really what it's about As we need these markets. We will continue to grow more. Our growth strategy to 2030 is get to 45 million metric tons of product. So the more we grow, and one thing I have heard, Jim, over the, these last missions is these companies globally are really looking for consistent food supply. They want, and that's the food priority is the major issue with them, and that's what they're trying to guarantee, that they have supply of high-quality food. 
which our farmers and ranchers here in this province are the world's best at. Canola seed and canola oil were key components for the expanded sales to Mexico. I, I feel a bit surprised given the fact that the United States is a major soybean producer, Brazil is a major soybean producer, and soybeans are a direct competitor with canola. Your thoughts yeah. on why canola is doing so well in Mexico? Well, I think it's a, probably the number one reason that I heard from them, Jim, is the people that are starting to use canola oil really like it. And obviously it's, it's the health side of it as well. But that's the one thing that I heard. I met with uh, the largest canola crusher in Mexico. He sees continued growth. I saw his whole fleet of trucks and he said it's continuing to grow. And he said it's because his customers are asking for canola oil, for, number one, for health. And also they like the way we grow it. They really do. So it's a combination of things, but the number one reason is health. And Mexico also is a key market for prairie wheat, Saskatchewan wheat. Yeah, and that market's growing. We met with one of the, I actually met with the largest miller in uh, Mexico, and uh, he said that to me. Uh, you know, they grow, they really like the high quality uh, Canadian spring wheat, red spring wheat. Obviously, they do buy other wheat and, and they blend it, but that's why they like it. But the one thing he was very key on is how our environmental footprint is with growing wheat. And we are going to show him and, and show him the numbers. And I would, I would say that his interest is showing me that market, our market's going to grow there even more once he sees those numbers on our carbon footprint on growing wheat. This is a great story for the farmers and ranchers here in, in Saskatchewan. And we'll continue to build on those relationships. So the companies that are doing business here in Saskatchewan have an opportunity to sell even more which makes a higher return for the farmers and ranchers in their bottom line as well. That's Agriculture Minister David Merritt. You're listening to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with 620 CKRM Agri-News Director Jim Smalley. This segment of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Degelman Industries. Look to Degelman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market. And Arcola Building Supplies, small-town lumberyard, big on service. ArcolaBuildingSupplies.com Saskatchewan Agriculture has an update on federal-provincial farm support programs. Allison Fransu is the Agri-Environmental Specialist in North Battleford and outlines some of the programs that are available to producers. Programs such as the Farm and Ranch Water Infrastructure Program, the Farm Stewardship Program, as well as the Producer Assurance Rebate are all CAP programs. The Canadian Agricultural Partnership was a suite of programming providing funding and opportunities for agriculture producers to improve their operations. Programming covered everything from new dugouts, livestock handling equipment to variable rate mapping. The current suite of programming is set to expire and claims are due before March 15, 2023. Now that you have completed your forage fencing and water projects, please submit your applications as soon as possible. This is the final year for the current suite of programs offered. The deadline for submitting claim rebates is March 15, 2023. If you need assistance, contact your local Ministry of Agriculture regional office or call the Agriculture Knowledge Centre at 1-866-457-2377 to be connected with a specialist near you. Information on the new suite of programs offered under the new Federal-Provincial Agreement, Sustainable Canadian Agricultural Partnership, will be available this spring. Stay tuned for more details. 
This is Allison Fransu, Agri-Environmental Specialist with the Ministry of Agriculture out of North Battleford. This has been your Saskatchewan Agriculture Report. Coming up, market update. Here's the market updates with Jim Smalley on 620 CKRM. Market update is brought to you by Freeze Tallman Lumber. Since 1956, Freeze Tallman has been your trusted building material supplier for every type of project. Freeze Tallman in Regina and Fort Capel. And Farm Fresh Water, they'll make your well water wonderful and your dugout drinkable. Get your Farm Fresh Water today at farmfreshwater.ca. Grain prices at Viterra were mixed in early trading today. Canola rose a dollar thirty at eight fifteen fifty two. Number one red spring wheat dropped four thirty seven at four zero six twenty eight. The rest were unchanged. Durham four fifty one seventy seven. Feed barley three sixty seven fifty eight. Chickpeas ten fifty eight twenty two. Flax six thirty six ninety eight. Lentils seven thirty eight fifty five. Oats two twenty nine thirty two. Yellow peas four sixty three fifty five. And feed wheat two eighty nine fifty six. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange, hard red spring wheat for March went down twenty and a quarter cents at eight eighty seven and three quarter cents a bushel. It's the livestock reports on the Voice of Saskatchewan six twenty CKRM. The Livestock Quotes are brought to you by the Weyburn Livestock Exchange. Call Weyburn Livestock, 842-4574. Now, the latest Livestock Quotes. This is Grant Barnett with the Market Report, Heartland Livestock in here in Mooshtaw. Right around a cattle here on Thursday due to the cold. This cow market looked steady to what it was here last week. We did sell five tri-loads on the LMS. We sold 80 Charlet heifers from Crest Livestock at Odessa. 770 base at 225 and 75. 75 good black heifers from Rod Williams at Crane Valley, 760 base at 232 and a quarter. Another couple try loads of them at 685 at the base and at 245. That's picked up right in their yard. It looks like another thousand head here for our Tuesday, February 28th sale. This is Grant Barnett reporting. Let's have one great afternoon. And the latest Saskatchewan pork prices, $196.97 per CKG. Coming up, the resource report. This is the Saskatchewan Resource Report on 620 CKRM. Here's Jim Smalley. Now the Resource Report, brought to you by Second Look Online Auction. Visit 2ndlookonlineauction.com to see what's up for bid. The Saskatchewan Ministry of Environment has delivered its first check through the Impacted Sites Fund. The town of Shonovan will receive $36,800 to resolve the impact of hydrocarbon development linked with the previous occupancy at the town. The funds will assist the town to clean up a piece of land found contaminated after being abandoned. The funding will help the town sell the property and recover the unpaid tax losses and other expenses. During site cleanup, a contractor found soil contamination and more funding will be needed to assist with full cleanup. The fund was set up to help municipalities deal with orphaned environmentally affected sites and funded from fines collected from infractions collected under the Environmental and Protection Act. For the second time in just over a week, a delegation from Saskatchewan will be headed to India to drum up trade and investment. This time, the delegation will be led by Premier Scott Moe. According to figures from the government, Saskatchewan exported more than $1.4 billion in products to India in 2022. On the markets, the TSX is down 108 points at 20,079. The Dow has fallen 373 points to 32,780. Oil has gone up 71 cents at 76.10 per barrel. The Canadian dollar is at 73.40 cents U.S. 
That's the Resource Report. If you missed any segment of the show, tune in to the On Demand Saskatchewan Agriculture Today podcast. Brought to you by Gowan Canada. Gowan Canada understands the challenges growers face and takes pride in finding effective crop protection solutions. Visit GowanCanada.com to learn more. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming. You've been listening to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with Jim Smalley on 620 CKRM. If you missed any of the broadcast, download the podcast now online at 620CKRM.com. Saskatchewan Agriculture Today, following the 12 o'clock news, on your voice for everything ag, 620 CKRM. This podcast brought to you by Gowan Canada, makers of Edge Microactive Pre-Emergent Herbicide.